When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Auburn Live podcast, your home for bold, insightful, and honest conversations around Auburn athletics. Where you go? Hey, how about you, everybody? Welcome into this week's first edition of Inside the 20 with myself and Keith Niebuhr. We're going to do our best to get as much recruiting information to you with Inside the 20-Minute Mark. We are both heavily involved with the Auburn Live on 3 site. If you're not a member of that site, we've got an even better deal now than we did the b- week before. Last week it was a dollar. This week it's free for a week. Give us a, w- give us a week free. I promise you, you will not want to go anywhere else. We have the best recruiting and team information on the interwebs. Keith, welcome in, big dog. How was your weekend? It was good, and I don't want to compare the site to, uh, to heroin, but I mean <laughs> – it is pretty addictive. I mean, with you know, you'll start off pretty normal, and then by the by Wednesday, you'll be like bubbles from the wire. You'll need your yeah. fifth about three times a day. And uh, but no, it was a good weekend. I mean, you know, uh, so much good football. I'm not one of those people that like tweets out. I can't believe football's back, or I live for football. I mean, I just it's here. I'm happy. <laughs> but it was fun watching games. I mean, there's no doubt about it. There was a lot of good stuff, and it was good to see Auburn get back out there. And obviously, uh, recruiting. I mean, that's where that's that's the lifeblood of every program, and that's what you and I follow, you know, from eight to eight every day. Mm. And sometimes later, sometimes earlier. Yeah, well, we're rarely earlier for me, but yes, yeah, yeah, me too. Hey, but we had a lot going on. I mean, you had Mercer coming to town. Mercer is not a big opponent. It wasn't a big opening day game for Auburn, and yet we had a handful of not top recruits, but elite recruits in Auburn. Uh, for the game, starting off with two five-star Quay Russell and James Smith, the two five-star defensive linemen from Carver in Montgomery. Cole, I mean, uh, Cole had <laughs> no, no, I, I wasn't going there. Uh, well, well, let's start. I mean, you had Quay and James Russo, uh, James Smith. Great day is too early. Uh, Keith, what did you think about their appearance? Yeah, I mean, you know, look. Do they have a? Does Auburn have a real shot to land these guys? Quay Russo's the five-star edge. James Smith's the five-star defensive tackle. Their teammates at Montgomery Carver. Uh, again, I go back to what I just asked. Does Auburn have a real shot? I don't know, but I do know that they keep visiting. And if, if a kid keeps visiting, I, I, I get it. Proximity to home matters. I understand that completely. But you know, you use every advantage you have to get kids on campus. So if, if they live forty-five minutes away, that's a good thing. That's uh, you know, and, and then you do your best from there. They. They, from what both of us have been told, they want to see major improvement out of Auburn this season. You know, I think the average fan thinks, well, Auburn's NIL package just has to be better than everybody else's, you know, that kind of thing. But look, when you're an elite talent like both those guys, um, I kind of like Russo a little bit better, but they're both, you know, high-level guys, five stars. Uh, Your your deal, your NIL, whatever you get out of that, is going to be big wherever you go, right? I mean, it's going to be enormous. And so at that point, doesn't it then come down to relationships, development, on-field product, 
atmosphere at the school, comfort at the school. So it, it, it's essentially going to revert back to the things that have always been important. And so, again, that's why it's crucial for Auburn to keep getting these guys back on campus. I mean, the people in their camp, Jeff, and I know you've heard this too, uh, they kind of are insulted that some people think that these kids can just be bought, that that's all it's going to come down to. So, uh, you know, again, getting them on campus, getting them to see uh, what Auburn is all about, getting them to uh, experience, uh, you know, what, what Jimmy Brumbaugh can do, what he can see firsthand, what he can do, what the defensive line can do, a defensive line that's going to have a few people drafted probably next year. Uh, you know, that's all significant. And then also, you know, Yes, Auburn played Mercer, but when you have a game like that, you can now, granted, they didn't get there early, but you can right. look at the Penn State game, Jeff. They're going to have 300 recruits there, okay? And probably 100 of them are going to be high level guys. So you can't, as a staff, spend a great bit of time with everybody. I mean, even a five star, you can't be draped around them the whole time. You've got to. You've got to cover all your bases and make sure you show love to everybody else or or not everybody else, but the certain priority recruits. But on a weekend like this, you could give these guys as much time as as you as you can and you weren't going to offend anybody else. And so to me, it's a win win for Auburn. Again, what chance do they have of landing them? I don't know. I think your hot board had what, 25, 30, 35 percent in that range. I I, t- I tend to agree with that. It's yeah. still Alabama. I mean, look, Jeff, you say it better than anybody. We've seen this before. You know, Alabama uh, involved with a high-level in-state guy. They're going to be in the mix. Georgia, uh, if they go out of the SEC, it'd probably be Ohio State. But it's probably going to be Auburn, Alabama, or Georgia, you would think. Yeah, that, that's how I see it. And, you know, it, it's it's extremely tough to get an in-state five-star kid from Alabama if Alabama really wants them. Alabama obviously wants both of these guys. But uh, like you said, you know, for those guys to take a Saturday afternoon and – even show up at Auburn. I, I thought it was at least justifiable in that in the fact that Auburn is definitely a, a a player in their recruitment. And I thought the lightning delay Saturday night was very advantageous for Auburn when it comes to recruiting because all of those recruits, once that lightning delay hit, all of those guys went underneath the stadium into Auburn's really nice recruiting lounge and you know had snacks and and were able to talk. And then you know here comes Brian Harson, here comes Jimmy. Brumbaugh, here comes Zach Etheridge, here comes Rock Bell and Tony, here comes Brad LaRondo, and all five of those guys are circled around or huddled up with Quay Russo and James Smith during the lightning delay. And I, I thought that was – I was surprised to see Harson, you know, come in there and spend some time recruiting basically during the middle of the game. Uh, you know, I, I thought that was very telling of where Auburn uh, has these guys on board. I, I'm like you, I think Quay Russo is at the top of – the overall board. He is the absolute, um, you know, gem of this class, if you will, for Auburn. And so to see all those coaches to come down, um, circle around those guys and show them a lot of love, I thought says, uh, said a lot. And, and, and it's, it's that type of stuff that Auburn's going to have to do uh, to, to even stay in this race. And I, I know, uh, you know, these guys aren't known for, you know, recruiting 24 seven. I think both of us have heard that, you know, off the record, behind the scenes. But when you see those guys make the effort during the game like that, uh, and to be able to have the chance to do that because you had put the put put Mercer away early, um, was, was very advantageous for Auburn. I thought, thought that was big. So uh, both of those guys going to come back for I would expect multiple games. Uh, yeah. Penn State, I believe, Keith. Yes, yeah. Penn State, yeah, both of those guys will be back for Penn I mean, that's State. The plan. Yeah. That's the plan, right. Ex- expected to, at least. Um, yeah. but but you can, know, I make, can 
Can I make one more point? I'm sorry. Yeah, please do. You know, the thing is, yes, they live close by, but Auburn was playing Mercer, and I don't want to diminish Mercer, but not a not a F uh, a football championship subdivision program, not a, a school that's in the Power Five. You know, not a not a marquee matchup. And there were a lot of good games on Saturday on TV. It would have been very easy to sit at home and watch Clemson, or excuse me, watch Georgia play Oregon and, and Utah and Florida and Ohio State and Notre Dame. And they essentially missed all those games to, to go check out Auburn, play a team that they knew Auburn was going to blow out uh, because they wanted to kind of see things up close and, and uh, watch Jimmy Brumbaugh coach and just get a better experience or uh, uh, get more acquainted with Auburn. So I think that's significant uh, because of what they, again, it's very easy. You know, at one time you don't go to a game and you stay home and you see all the, the plethora of games on TV. You start thinking, boy, it's awfully easy just to sit at home sometimes. Yeah. And they didn't do that. So that's, uh, you know, that's a win for Auburn. We'll see what happens. And they weren't the only ones there. You know, we weren't expecting a, a, a top heavy recruiting list. And you had those two guys show up. You had Darren Reed come up from Carver and Columbus. Uh, the four-star defensive lineman who's committed to LSU, who took an official visit to Auburn back in June, and he committed to LSU on July the 4th. But the good thing about D Darren Reed is he told us uh, in June after the official visit, Auburn kind of got a late jump on him. You know, Jimmy Brumbaugh was brought in. There was a whole transition between Nick Eason and Jimmy Brumbaugh, so there was a, some ground to make up for Auburn. Jimmy Brumbaugh jumped in, has been recruiting him since he got here. Um, but Reed wanted to go ahead and make an early commitment, committed to LSU, but obviously is still looking really hard at Auburn. Keith, you had a story on him on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, he says, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna be back for the Auburn-Penn State game in, in, uh, on September 17th, so that would be his second Auburn game. And then he wants to come back for the Auburn-LSU game. That would be number three. Now, I, I guess it's a little bit of a catch-22 for Auburn because, you know, you want him there, but do you want a kid that's committed to a school uh, be at the game where your team plays that school? That's... I don't know. I don't know how, what right. they'll, how they'll – now, if they think they're going to kill LSU, maybe. But, um, you know, LSU did not look great on Sunday night. But, you know, I mean, it's the first game. I mean, sure. uh, the year that Auburn almost made it to the playoff and played Georgia in the SEC, champ SEC championship game, Mercer nearly beat them. So, it, it can be – you know, I, I just the, – the, if one board game I don't play is jump to conclusions, you know what I mean? But, but point being, he wants to come back at least one game – Probably two, and who knows? Maybe you get him back for an AM or an Arkansas game. So he's listening. I mean, he says, Hey, look, I'm still very, very solid to LSU. But one thing we know, Jeff, about Darren Reed's recruitment is at one time, I think FSU was in a good spot. Mm -hmm. At another time, Ohio State was the people thought perhaps even runaway leader. And then he, uh, then he visited LSU once or twice, and then they became the front runner and they landed him. So, point being, there's been some some uh, ups and downs and and some twist or excuse me twists and turns in this recruitment. Many of them. So who's to say there won't be more? I mean, you don't just look forward with the recruitment. You look what's happened over the last six months and, True. and you see that yeah. I mean, one team led, one team felt good. Another team visited Ohio State. They felt really good. Went visited LSU. Next thing you know, they land him. So what does that tell you? Maybe he's, you know, maybe I, I, look. He's a great kid to interview. So this isn't any criticism of him. He's right. But, and frankly, he's one of the most intelligent guys I've interviewed uh, in this class for certain. But maybe he's maybe he's just always a guy that's keeping his options open. And that's OK. I mean, we know the colleges do the same thing. They, Absolutely. They, they take commitments and drop those guys left and right. I mean, it happens everywhere. Everybody says they don't do it. And then 
They all yeah. do. Uh, so, so again, I think it's a positive step. Now, what did he like? He said, hey, man, you know, Jimmy Carbaugh, told, the Auburn's defensive line, told me what they were going to do on the field. And he said, and they did it. He, what he told him, what he predicted, what Brumbaugh predicted, the, the dominance, you know, this guy could do that, that guy could do this. Uh, it all came to fruition in Darren Reed's eyes. Now, is, it, did it really all happen the way Jimmy mapped it out? I don't know, but he believes it did, and that's all that's important. Perception's reality. So right. he had a good that Jeff, and, and I'll let you take over. The game started at, what, uh, 6 o'clock, I believe? I think Darren was there at 1 o'clock. Yeah, I saw that. That's what stuck out to me in your story. He was there five hours before kickoff. Yeah, so, you know, what was he doing? <laughs> you know, touring facilities said he met all kinds of people. He doesn't remember everybody he met, but spent time with the staff, uh, you know, got to go on the field. I mean, he did, he did all the stuff you'd normally do if you got there two hours before kickoff, but he was there five hours. So add on to he got the full uh, the full experience of Tiger Walk. I mean, he just had a good old time. And again, this is where, okay, hey, you're only playing Mercer. Not going to have anybody there. No, 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 no. That's the time. And you and I have always said this, and so have some of the people we work with. Sometimes I think in the past, maybe Auburn has not worked hard enough to get guys there for these types of games. Now, I, look, maybe it's fair to say they haven't worked hard enough, but they haven't come, I guess, the end result. So you get a kid to this type of game, and again, like I said with Rusan Smith, Jeff, you get a lot of time with them, a lot of time. You can devote a whole staff to these guys practically because, again, at the Penn State game, Darren Reed's not going to get one-on-one -on -one attention all day no matter how high of a priority he is. He can't. And the big fear at games like that, it's great you get all those kids there, but the big fear is always, okay, did we give, we as a program, get to spend enough time with this kid? And there's always complaints no matter what school is. There's always some parent or prospect that says, I didn't get any time. Forget them. You know, not, yeah. last, week, not last week. And Auburn got to give him as much time as they needed. They got to they got to concentrate really on those three 2023 guys, Russell Smith, Darren Reed. Uh, there were some commitments there. They also got had some 2024 guys there. Jeremiah Beeman is the, one of the names that kind of sticks out. Big four-star defensive lineman in the 2024 class. They offered a 2025 kid from Parker in Birmingham. So there were some names there, and I'm, I'm sure I'm uh, I'm forgetting some. Uh, but I, I will say this: you know, Saturday uh, a Mercer game like that for me and you, Keith, if if we're there. Um, is usually not stressful. It's not hectic. I'm not running in and out of the tunnel, you know, trying to put up stuff. But that was one thing. You know, I I, I watched maybe 15% of the game because, you know, we were working behind the scenes uh, getting these the, getting these recruits confirmed, uh, getting that news out there to our subscribers. So, for me, it was uh, – uh, and I actually told Cole, I was like, listen, man, I, I'm expecting kind of a mild day because at the time – uh, Russo and Smith, I didn't realize, I didn't know that they were coming or even expected to come until I walked out onto the field in you know, two hours before kickoff. So it was, uh, it was a surprise to me. We kind of knew Darren Reed was going to come and he was, and we knew Jaden Osborne was going to be there and we'll get to him in a minute. Uh, but for those two guys to come in, those four guys, all four of those guys to, to be there for the Auburn Mercer game, uh, kept, kept us busy. And, um, it was, it was a lot of fun, you know, having those guys there at a game like Mercer. Yeah, Jeff. So this staff, I think, is what had nine home games now since they've been at Auburn. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I know the the Iron Bowl got a lot of pub last year in the Auburn Georgia game for you know all the recruits that were there. But to be honest with you, I didn't think the list at the Iron Bowl last year was as good as previous Iron Bowls. I, right. I just didn't. That's my opinion. I could be wrong. So to me, all things considered, now this may sound absolutely ridiculous. To me, this last game was their most impressive visitors list. Because when you factor in 
two five stars playing Mercer. Darren Reed and LSU commit. You had commits from other schools there. You had your quarterback. You had a lot of people there, all things considered. I know it was the opening game of the season, but there were a lot of good choices out there for a lot of these kids, right. a lot of good games to go to. Uh, so to me, all things considered, and you know, one guy you haven't mentioned, unless I totally missed, didn't hear you, Jaden Osbury, and, and you had that scoop. And I want to know about that recruitment because that's an yeah. interesting one. You know, guy, four-star linebacker's brother plays for Auburn, but he's committed to Notre Dame. I mean, I mean, what do you and it was think? an interesting visit. Yeah. Honestly, three-minute warning. Uh, so I, I'll spend two of it on Jaden. So Jaden, you know, Austin's younger brother, Austin Osbury, the uh, the freshman defensive back for Auburn, his younger brother, Jaden Osbury from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, who was committed to Notre Dame. Um, and he came in Saturday for a visit with his parents, and it wasn't even a visit. I, I tried not to use that term in, in the story. He, he wanted to attend the game. He wanted to be with his parents. He wanted to support Auburn and his brother, mostly his, his brother who's playing for Auburn. But he didn't want to do the normal recruiting visit. He didn't want to show up and, and go through the tours and meet with the coaches. He wanted to tailgate with his parents. He wanted to go to Tiger Walk with his parents. He wanted to go sit in the stands with his parents. Um, which I And Auburn was very understanding and respectful, and he appreciated that because he's coming back. He's coming back for Penn State at least, in, in, at least Penn State, and probably for one or two more games. So he, he's going to be able to get that. And he's been to Auburn several times before for games. So it's not like he's uh, never done a recruiting visit for a game day. but. They they did make make it a point to meet with Christian Robinson, uh, Zach Etheridge before the game. Both of those guys recruiting um, Zach being the area recruiter and our, he and he actually recruited Austin. And then Christian's coming in and recruiting Jaden. So they were able to get some face time with Jaden um, and then kind of leave him alone and let him experience the family um, side of the game, being being part of the family and just kind of being a fan. And so uh, I, I thought that was a really interesting visit. I know Auburn was glad to have him on campus. Got a, got, got some FaceTime with him with there with Christian Robinson. And then they'll get him back for Penn State. And uh, I was told, you know, that Auburn's certainly still a player for this guy. And uh, um, moving forward, it'll be something to at least keep an eye on. Yeah, Jeff, a couple months ago, a, a really trusted source uh, said, look, if, if the staff is still here <laughs> come December. Now, sometimes you have to speak in those – those, uh, that's strong. I mean, we, we don't know. I mean, there's no promise of tomorrow for any staff. First of all, let's not just pick on the Auburn staff here, but um, you know, if you're five and seven, you know, who knows, right. But if they, they said, if the staff is here, if there's staff continuity, they're going to have a shot with Jaden Osborne. Now this was before he committed to Notre Dame. And we had heard all along that Notre, right. Dame, Notre Dame was probably the favorite and was going to be difficult to beat. And they got a uh, aggressive young recruiting staff up there with some guys that the kids really are, are gravitating towards. So it's a challenge, no doubt about it. But this person thought that, hey, 60, 70% chance Auburn could could get him if the staff is still there come December. Now, we'll see because, again, he wasn't committed, like I said, to Notre Dame at that time. Now you don't just have to – it's a two-step process. First, you got to get him out of that commitment. Then you got to get him committed to you. So uh, there's a lot of work to be done. But it sounds like he's listening, and, and if his brother's having a positive experience, that will help. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we'll see. I you, look if you're Auburn right now, you have no choice but to play the long game. Uh, you know, this, the the situation earlier in the year uh, with Brian Harson and the and all that's that turmoil and uh, you know needing to win uh, and impress people and, and all that stuff because you're still you know look they got eight commitments and and possibly going to get another one very soon, but you're still behind. And so the way to catch up, you're going to have to play the long game, and that that's what Auburn's doing with Jaden Osbury. Yeah, and you know uh, this 
weekend will be San Jose State. We're going to do that more on Wednesday's edition of Inside the 20. But uh, as of right now, you've got four-star wide receiver Adam Hopkins coming in, which Keith has been all over that recruitment. You've got uh, three-star, borderline four-star, depends on which ranking you look at, defensive lineman Jamarian Harkless coming down from Kentucky. Um, and, uh, and, uh, at least two official visitors that we know of as of today will look at the San Jose State game weekend on Wednesday. Keith, any any last uh, final thoughts? No, nah, man. Just uh, I, I think Auburn's heading in the right direction. I think commitment number nine may be not too far off into the distant future. I mean, that's actually I'm stealing your scoop there, quite frankly. But yeah. I agree with what you what you've already forecast or Good already deal. possibly projected. You know. I think we did it inside the 20, folks. We appreciate everybody listening. We appreciate everybody subscribing. If you're not a subscriber, please check us out, Auburn Live on 3, free for a week, and uh, give us a try. I do not think you will be disappointed. Y'all stay tuned. Uh, we'll have the call-in show, recruiting call-in show Tuesday night. We've got Inside the 20 on Wednesday coming back. We've got the Modcast on Thursday, and then the Auburn Live recruiting show on Friday. So shows lined up all week. Going to have a lot of news, a lot of recruiting news, recapping the weekend, previewing the weekend that will be. Uh, so a lot, lot going on. The season has it has begun. It is here. We can talk football. We can talk visits. Looking forward to it. We appreciate everybody. Keith, appreciate you, man. Zach in the back, we appreciate you. Y'all uh, stay out of the left lane. See you.